So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live at the Zions Bank Basketball Campus. And joining us now, he is the CEO of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies. He's Steve Starks. Steve, how are you? Thanks for dropping by. Good to see you guys, as always. Hey, congratulations. This is uh, an exciting day, and I, I, it's just such a, a great cause and, and a great way for the Jazz to be represented in the Jersey Patch. So excited to see it continue yeah, on. We totally agree. It's fun to see where it's grown from. You know, I told the story in there that uh, when the NBA approved the ability for teams to sell advertising on the jersey, we saw it as a unique opportunity, and we wanted to celebrate the best of Utah and not just sell it to you know any corporation. And so we thought about technology and innovation. We thought about our great companies here, and and um, and so we zeroed in on Qualtrics, and and that relationship had started a couple years earlier. And we remember as we had the framework of an agreement in place one night. Uh, late in Provo in in Ryan's office, he then said to us, hey, when we get this done, what if rather than putting Qualtrics on the jersey, we used it to raise money for cancer research and put Five for the Fight? And at that point, Five for the Fight wasn't yet an organized 501c3. It wasn't recognized by the government as a nonprofit. And we just went to work and uh, and convinced the NBA that this was going to be not only legitimate, but very special. And and I think it speaks to Qualtrics, it speaks to the jazz, what we stand for, and, and you know what, our fans have really rallied around it. It's something that they're proud of, cancer impacts every one of us. And um, and so the fact that we can use that global brand of the jazz to be able to help bring awareness to such an important thing and partner with really one of the greatest companies, you know, not only in Utah, but in the in the world. Uh, for what they've done is special to us. And and that they're extending that even makes it more remarkable. How did the name Five for the Fight come about, do you know? You know, I think that Ryan and Mike Mon um, together worked on it and thought, let's crowdsource this. And, you know, there's big foundations, there's big organizations that are giving money. But if we could just get $5 from a lot of people, that that would add up and it would engage a, a broader base of people and bring awareness to this. And so wanted to keep it simple, wanted to make it accessible for everybody to participate. So $5 does that. And, uh, and it's something that we could, we could build on. And then we love the symmetry with five players on the court. You know, there's just a lot of things about it that made sense. I, I thought it was to, uh, totally appro- <clears throat> excuse me, appropriate to have the players with us today because I think their buy-in uh, really since the beginning has been a big part of the success. No question. You know, with the moment that we stood up in front of the team and announced that that's what it was, you could see that there was a lot of pride. And people were impressed by it because, you know, this is the jersey that they wear. And it's got the, the name of the team, and it's got their last name. And so when you put another logo on that, it's got to be something that people feel invested in. And they totally did. And, and that's evidence, as you said, by the fact that they were here today. 
and uh, Dennis Lindsay was here and Justin Zanuck and David Morway and this is a team effort from the Jazz our entire organizations behind this cause and and our fan bases too so uh, proud of the players for participating and joining it the way they have. And Steve, when they those players walked in with the indiv- with the five fighters, uh, there are ten heroes up there. You know, I mean, yeah. those you look at those people and they're just like you and me, and they're they're fighting the fight. Yeah, you see the kids, and it just it breaks your heart to know what they're going to. And, and Wyatt, the young man that was here today, had just come from treatment. Wow. And so to come from treatment, to come here, and to participate in this, I mean, that's who we're fighting for. That's who we're hoping to raise money for and find find cures. And if you listen to the doctors, they believe that, that we can, that with proper funding, investment, collaboration among the medical community and medical researchers, that there's an opportunity to, to find cures and uh, and make a difference. And people can give a lot more than five if they so Absolutely, choose, right? yeah. I mean. And people have, I think Ryan announced today that our initial goal was to raise $50 million and we're about halfway there. So we want to keep it up and invite our fans to participate, give what they can. It, cancer is such a, a scourge. We've had it impact our staff uh, it, recently yeah. right here a, yeah. at, the, at the zone. And it, it just, it's unfortunately a part of everybody's life in some way, shape, it or is. form. And it's, I don't know, I, I guess I said this already, but it's just so cool. It's, and it's impactful. I mean, $24 million, that's amazing. And if, yeah. if when we get to 50, I mean, that's just something to, to be so proud of. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the, the pride associated with it, though, it, it just feels good. You know, the thing that we're also proud of is that there are other companies that have, that have picked up the, the banner as well and other companies that are saying, let's use Fight for the Fight as our cause. And and I can think of one company in particular who's allowed their employees to donate $5 from every paycheck, go straight to Fight for the Fight. So if you're listening, if you run a business, if you're part of a business or an organization and you want to get the, behind this, we invite you to. This isn't just Qualtrics and Utah Jazz. You know, we want this to be a, an entire team effort. And so come and join the fight with us. This might be... Uh, if not the most important, one of the most important things the Jazz and Qualtrics will ever do when you think of the overall impact. Yeah, if we this agree. Thing, if, if this thing is cured, this is definitely going to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, we agree. And we talked about the heroes, the five cancer survivors, you know, people fighting our, our five players. The other heroes are really those that are investing their life to research and those investing, you know, their time and energy to, to find a cure and so they're also heroes and we're supporting them through this as well are you excited about what's about to start on uh, yeah, Wednesday night very excited it feels like it's been you know uh, 10 years since we last played a game <laughs> in Houston and so I think everybody there's anticipation there's excitement you know we're excited to see how the group comes together it's it's easy to to draw conclusions from preseason and you know I think Quinn has spoken to to the way that our team played and, and there's some things to be really excited about there's some things that they need to continue to work together on and and so it'll evolve and our team on Wednesday night and our team at the end of the season will will likely be very different the way that they grow together and learn how to win together and so we we're very excited to get it going and and I know our fans are so can't get here quick enough speaking of Quinn some big news over the weekend a contract extension your, yeah. your thoughts on him sticking around for a while well, it was one of our top priorities this off season, and and he still had multiple years left on his deal. But um, we approached him about an extension, and and that was really important to us because of his leadership, because of the 
the innovation that he's brought to this organization. He's one of the most respected coaches in the NBA. He can connect with players in a very unique way. You know, we, we love the culture that he's brought. It's collaborative. It's energetic. And so um, it, it was over the last couple of weeks we were able to quickly reach an agreement. And, and um, I know that Quinn is ecstatic, and and we feel the same way about him. And, and so we – uh, that's a long-term relationship that we're proud of and he's proud of and and uh, we still have work to do together and he feels that so do we steve you said something really interesting there that there will be an evolution that takes place as the season goes on that makes it that much more fascinating sure jazz fans want to see the jazz win every game yeah but if if there are a few struggles along the way early on this that, that that's only the beginning no, of the right. story that's right and, and the reality is that we have a lot of new players and they're going to learn to play together, and and that's part of it. It's an 82-game season plus the playoffs, and so, you know, we, we'll we get better. We'll evolve. Like any team, that's what will take place, and we're excited about it. Well, congratulations on the big news today Thank and you. Uh, the successful partnership. Thank you. I think your next guest, you need to ask him about his golf game. Because oh. ah. I've golfed with him before, and I know that uh, Mike Conley's golfed with him before, and and uh, Ryan holds his own with anybody on the golf course. So, <laughs> Ryan Smith is with us, co-founder and CEO of, of Qualtrics. So how about that golf game? Uh, it's, uh, it's getting there. It's a work in progress. <laughs> it's always it takes, just it takes there. a little while, but um, we've had some fun time. Thanks, Steve. Uh, it's, been, uh, it's been good. I just got back from a couple weeks ago from the Dunhill in Europe with Tony Finau as my partner, and that was uh, we were representing Utah at the old course at St. Andrews. We had a chance on the weekend to come down and, uh, and have a chance to win it, uh, but we, we didn't quite get there, but it was, uh, it was awesome. Tommy Fleetwood and his partner won, and, uh, but what, what a crazy and amazing week. So. What an experience. Were you, yeah, were wow. you nervous? Um. With Tony next to you, you don't really get nervous. Like, his rule is pretty much if I'm in the fairway, you go at everything. Like, I won't bogey. And sure enough, he's never bogey from the fairway and all the times I played with him. So, wow. It's pretty cool. How did you become such a sports fan? Um, you know, I always grew up playing sports and wanting to be sports. I just, like a lot of people, turned pro in something else. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, choice, I, 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 grew, I grew up loving basketball. I grew up loving golf. You know, there was a long period of time where I thought I was going to be a professional golfer and go play in, in college. But, you know, I wanted to go to BYU. And at the time, they were like the third-ranked team in the country. They had three of Johnny Miller's boys and a couple Colombian guys. And uh, it was... It was not looking good there, so but I wanted to go there. So I said, "Hey, well, look, I know I'm not going to be a professional golfer, and um, but I love it, and I'm you know golf's an interesting game. Um, you know, it's not that popular with with CEOs of younger generations. I think in tech CEOs, very few of us play golf. Um, I think older CEOs, it's more of a thing. But I've I've created some of the most amazing relationships on the golf course, and you know why not if you're going to do a sport." You know, spin spin one where you're actually talking to humans. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you are a big sports fan, a big basketball fan, and we will we'll talk about the partnership in a minute. But give us your your basketball thoughts. What do you think about the Jazz going into? Oh the my season? word! Um, look, I think when you make a bunch of changes, like three things happen: you either get better, you stay the same, or you get worse. Um, I think that 
you know, everything looks good <laughs> to, to where we should be a lot better. I, I love the fact that all the players were playing over the summer. You had Rudy and Joe and Donovan, and then Conley was able to rest. And, you know, as much as we love and we'll miss Ricky, I think that, you know, they've, the team's got to gel. Um, but with Quinn and a lot of the of the same guys back, um, I had to pull out. You know, I think I went to a preseason game and I had to pull out like a roster because I didn't know who all these <laughs> other guys were. But um, we're excited. I mean, we're excited. If you're not excited about this in Utah, given the run up to this, I think it it's it's how you build a team and how you build a franchise. And I think there's a lot of other teams in the NBA that are jealous of what's going on in Utah. I know you're a big Jazz fan, obviously, but. Would you ever want to own a team? Is that something that would be intriguing to you? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's there's been discussion of that, and I've looked at that. Um, but, you know, it's not all gold when you own a team. I mean... <laughs> it's it's a job and it's a it's a big job and I'm I'm you're a little happy. busy right now. I'm pretty happy with what I'm doing right now. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of people who like to just go buy a team anywhere and do that. Um, you know, I have some friends who have done that, and you know, then they're living you know four time zones away from their team, and that's just not that interesting to me. And I like Utah and something around here, but you know, timing has to be right. And you know, we're in a 11-year bull run market, and teams are at an all-time high. I think the NBA asset of owning one is definitely probably one of the best investments you could have. Um, But it's a big commitment. Mm. And, you know, watching and getting close to the Millers and seeing how they put everything into this. I mean, they're phenomenal stewards over over this franchise and what they've done. And I think the world's waking up and realizing, wow, they've done a really good job. What do you think the potential is of this team? Do you think this is a championship-caliber team? Um. You know, look, I don't, I don't know. I think, um, I think that I like the position that the Jazz are in much better this year than last year, given the shakeup in the West. Mm-hmm. Right? I think, um, I think no one's a front runner, to be honest with you. And I think that if the Jazz can get in the runs that we do, um, I think Quinn's seen a lot. He's as good as there is in the NBA. I'm so glad the Jazz made that move. I mean, that just shows you how they feel about the world as much as fans are always thinking they're right. I mean, the Jazz are on top of it. And um, Dennis and Justin are as good as they're – I mean, from top to bottom, you really, like, can't find an organization between Millers and you just had Steve on and then Dennis and Justin to Quinn to the players. That, that to me, is more than a group of talented players, right? Yeah, great. There's a lot of teams with talented players that underachieve. Um, we've got great, talented players, but we also have a phenomenal organization. And this organization rivals anything in any industry, I mean, I, I run a tech company, and I, I mean, there's half these guys can run tech companies, mm-hmm. right? And you look at this, and um, it's just it's just an amazing, amazing opportunity that we have in this community. Um, we're also fortunate that you know we don't have three other sports in this town, and we can we can you know really celebrate um, the jazz and follow it. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Five for the Fight. Tell us, tell us the story of Five for the Fight and where your passion comes from. Yeah, so when we started our tech company in 2002, you know, it was kind of by accident. My father had throat cancer, and, you know, I got that call that no one wants to get. And it was a call saying, hey, look, so, you know, I've got cancer and I've got a couple months to live. It's not looking good. And was that know, the case? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And, you know, I was working down in L.A. I was a junior, sophomore in college. And... 
it was the summertime. I dropped everything, came home and spent time with summer, didn't enroll in classes that fall and just said, Hey, look, if this is it, I'm spending time with my dad. And, you know, there was a, there was a researcher who had created, um, a new technique to be able to treat this. And it was, it was a breakthrough technique and he was able to get it. And he was able to basically, um, remove this cancer without, you know, kind of compromising the rest of his body and his health, which is what happens and why most people don't, you know, outlive that cancer. And I was just so fascinated and so grateful for that one researcher and and everything that had happened that we vowed that, hey, if we could ever give back and we ever made any money. And during this time when he was taking his treatments, you know, we sat there and and I was working, he was working on this internet idea for students and i said wow this is pretty cool and so that's what we spent our time together on instead of fixing up a car Mm. we started a tech company and that tech company became qualtrics Mm. wow and so you know i remember you know saying hey look whatever money we have we're gonna go and give to cancer and and that wasn't a lot at the time we didn't have anything and um you know fast forward you know 15 years we're sitting there and the nba announces a patch on the jersey you know, a couple months earlier, um, I had been sitting in a meeting with John Huntsman Sr. And he said, you know, Ryan, I love what you're doing for for technology and Qualtronics is how he said it. <laughs> but actually, what you're going to do for cancer is actually going to be bigger than anything. And I was like, what? Don't put that on me. Like, I don't, I don't need that right now. I got enough big bets we're making. Uh, but something was fundamentally wrong with the way I thought cancer research and fundraising was happening it was you know you'd get a big well in there to donate and build a building and then that was it and i looked around utah and i said there's only about three or four people that can write this check but it's all of our problems you know we we all get treated and we all get research based on those three or four people what if there was a better way to do this and then the jazz sent to jersey but we had started a foundation called five for the fight where it was basically the ability to crowdsource um, crowdsource cancer research and we wanted to do it five at a time we created a logo and we ended up um, we ended up you know deciding at the last minute the Jazz sent us a jersey with Qualtrics on it what if we put five for the fight on it and so we had pretty much gotten down to the end of a deal and we go Steve we've got a crazy idea we're going to donate the patch and we're going to donate it to this crowdsourcing of cancer and I remember, I remember getting the phone call from Mike Mon, who's on my team, who called me with this idea. And we have this principle of Qualtrics. It's like all in. If you're going to be all in, you got to be all in. And we're all in on cancer research. And he calls and he says, hey, are we all in on cancer? And I said, yeah. He's like, put cancer research on the patch. I said, I don't know if I'm that all in. And he's like, because <laughs> <laughs> it, it hurt. I mean, that was the biggest single marketing campaign that we had ever done as a company times 5X. And so we finally say we're going, we're going. And the Jazz are like, finally, let's go. And then the NBA is like, wait a minute. What's this startup cause that doesn't have a track record, that isn't even set up as a nonprofit with the IRS yet, that you're going to go put on our jersey and raise a bunch of money? And they, you know, they said, you know, you've got to get your house in order before you do this. And we've got to go to print on the jersey in the next little bit. 
and we said, well, if we can get it in order and we can get everything set up as a nonprofit, and they're like, well, you don't have enough time because technically it takes this long. And I said, well, if we do have enough time, can we do it? If we get it done, and, and sure enough, like one thing led to another, and we got it done. And the Jazz dug in, and they fought. They fought for this. Awesome. And um, nothing was better than, you know, Adam Silver, and you'll see this in the, in the clip that comes out, coming up and saying, hey, this has completely transformed the way we think about sponsorship for a cause. Uh, 2000, I think it was 2018, Fast Company said it was a top 10 business idea of the year. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really cool. Isn't so, that, that, that's amazing, really, when you, do something, when you do something really good and it works out for everyone. Because it works out for your company, too, because everyone feels good about it, right? Everyone feels like they're contributing to a major issue. Yeah, I think I think it's something that's impacted people. When you get that call that someone has cancer, you don't even know what to do. It's like helpless. And now everyone can say, hey, look, I get five bucks in your name. And, you know, just right now, like, I'll just tell you, we just did this whole thing. And I have a friend who this morning, his father's not in great condition, He's got cancer. He's got lung cancer. And, you know, today's a rough day in their family. He's in ICU. And it was pretty cool to be able to write my name, his name on my hand, and send him a picture when we're with the jazz players, a fight for the fight. His name's Duke. And I just sent that to him. And it was just, that means more than, I mean, it's more than a phone call. It's more than the prayer hands emoji. It's, <laughs> uh, it's something that we can all do. And we're all going to deal with it. And then to be able to take that money and go find the best researchers in the world. And go back them. And walk in and say, you're doing something great. Here's money. And to encourage other people who are looking to decide, are they going to be a researcher or not? And fund them and help fund their salaries so they can go and work on cancer. I mean, if we can add 400, 500 new cancer researchers to the world, that's, that's an impact that would take years and years and years. And so we want to we fund the researchers who are doing groundbreaking things. And we want to create more parking spots <laughs> for more researchers. You know, I'm a tech guy, and when we look at a problem, we look at how many developers or engineers we have and what it's going to take to line up and go solve that problem. I'm looking at the problem of research and cancer and what we have to solve, and I'm looking back at the teams we have, and I'm like, we don't have enough. We need more. Like, we would never take on that challenge in a tech world. You know, and we love Elon and going to the moon, but we need all that effort behind research Hmm. and cancer. And so that's our big push. Well, there's a whole lot of people out there that are are very pleased that you're doing this. And, and thank God there are people out there like you who are uh, shining a light on this emphasis. It's it's a big, big deal to a lot. I don't know a single family. Do you know a single family that hasn't been affected by cancer? Mm-mm. I don't. Well, we mentioned this to Steve earlier. We have a, a member on staff that we just found out is dealing with it. So, I mean, it, it, it hits close to home for everybody. Yeah, it really it really does and and you know, we're we're nowhere near I mean, you know, when Steve when we did this, he's like, you know, you should raise ten million dollars or five million dollars, it'd be easier and we said, No, we're raising fifty and he's like, All right, let's go <laughs> and you know, we're two two and a half years in and we've raised twenty five million dollars almost and so it's that's, amazing. That's pretty that's you pretty said all in. All yeah. in. We're all in at this point. <laughs> and I think a four year commitment, you know, I think a lot of people would come up and say, Hey, we love what you do in the patch but are you putting Qualtrics on it next year? <laughs> or, hey, we love it. And, um, 
you know, I mean, and, and it's not just it's not just the fans. I mean, James Harden, you know, at the game last year, walks over to me, you know, after a timeout, and like, hey, is that is that what you're? That's cool, man. Like, keep that up. I mean, the players see it. Yeah, they know it. And you saw that support. They don't need to be here today, let alone dressed up. You know, they don't have many days off before this thing starts rolling. And they're they're in here supporting it. Um, and they're all behind it. Which Not is just really supporting cool. it, right? but they're also, I mean, they were in awe of the people standing in front of them. They were in awe of those people. That's cool. It is cool. It's really cool. Because it speaks to priority, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, Ryan, we can't thank you enough for coming on the show. This yeah, has no been problem. fascinating. Yeah. Great conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, and yeah, congratulations on this. This is amazing. Well, this is everyone's five. We need every company in Utah to get behind it. You know, they can grab five for the fight, just like Leighton Construction. Look at the look at the trucks that are going down the freeway that are five for the fight. It's com. All of their employees can get behind it. They're doing $5 per paycheck. Um, that's the goal. We have 26 companies that are doing that same thing. That's and, great. Um, it's not a Qualtrics thing. It's a community thing, just like the jazz. We're all behind the jazz. Let's all get behind fight for the fight, and let's make it all one big cost. Awesome. Thank you very right. much. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you. Yep. All right. Well, Take more care. big Bye. show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Are you going to take me home tonight? Oh, down beside that red firelight. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Uh, want to uh, remind you about uh, our friends at Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy. If you want better health and to feel better, check out Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy and ask about the Zone listener specials on cryotherapy, IV drips, hyperbaric oxygen treatment, and much more. Visit Restore.com for more details. Big thanks to Gail Miller, Steve Starks, and Ryan Smith for jumping on the show in the last hour, talking about uh, the Jazz and uh, Qualtrics renewing their jersey patch deal. You know, I, I have a streak in me that's rather skeptical at times. You? Uh, a little bit. Uh-huh. I know it's surprising to you it because is. I'm a glass half full kind of guy. But and, and you always wonder about stuff, corporate related and whatnot. There is nothing with this that isn't good. Oh, the whole thing is it's it's amazing. It's amazing that Jazz are the only and Qualtrics, uh, for that matter, are the only ones doing this. Actually, that, that surprises me a little bit because it, it's such a great idea. It is. It's like the the word Gail used was visionary. You know, and it's visionary. It is because I'm sure that it's good for the company too. But to I don't know what those patches cost. Uh, it's millions of dollars. But to essentially donate that for the cause for the fight is. Uh, I think it's just a stroke of good brilliance. Well, and uh, speaking of being fortunate, uh, Gordon, we also got a chance to hear Gail Miller and Steve Stark's uh, reaction to Quinn Snyder and his contract extension. So that was today as well. Both very excited about it. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. that that's, everybody agrees that that's a great call. All right, we'll have a not sports report coming up right around the corner, so stay tuned for that. And then a busy five o'clock hour, we'll get to, we'll get heavy into college football in the five o'clock hour. Tanner Mangum will be on with us at five thirty, so stay tuned. It is the big show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty of the zone. This is DJ and PK.
In college at San Diego State, a guy texts in, my neighbors the U's thought about naming their son after Marshall Falk. Thought about it? Why didn't they do it? You're, you're not catching on, Dave. What's their last name? You're just oh, so yeah, you're right. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going for Marshall U. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I got it now. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> you're so freaking naive, Dave. This is why we love you. You're not exactly you. a street smart guy. <laughs> Marshall U's not that bad. No, no, no. I think it's more the last name. So you name. really like the Thunder and Herd, do you? Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Check this out. And now, your not sports report. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for the Not Sports Report. Brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Shop online, lhmusedcars.com. It's also time to get a winner for the Chevy Strong Play of the Game. Be caller 12 right now, 855-340-ZONE. And correctly identify the Chevy Strong Play of the Game. Announced by DJ and PK this morning at 8.50. And you'll win a Zone prize pack. The Chevy Strong Play of the Game. Brought to you by your Rocky Mountain Chevy Dealers. Gordo, where are we going today? We're going to Texas. Okay. Where over the weekend, Dennis Quaid got engaged. Now, this is the same Quaid brother, right? The other, not, yeah. Randy is the one who's... Yeah, he's uh, Dennis yeah. Quaid. He was, you know, he's everybody knows who Dennis Quaid uh-huh. is, right? He's uh, 65 years old. Um, how old do you suppose his bride-to-be is? Uh, her name is Laura... Savoy or something. How do you how do you pronounce that? S A V O I E. Uh she he's sixty five. Yeah. She's Laura uh, Savoy or something. I don't know I'm gonna say, say she's sixty seven. She is Jake twenty six. Hmm. So my question to you, that's forty years. Where's the age limit? Once you get to a certain point, is, is anything goes? Is it all? You know, uh, I I don't. You know what? I'm not going to be. Uh, I'm not going to be judgy. I guess I don't. I don't know. Is there a <laughs> is know. there a hard and I, fast rule here? I don't know. I mean, uh, for my daughter, someone, there is. Did, <laughs> didn't somebody have some sort of uh, some sort of equation that you add up? I thought it was half years. your age plus seven. That's what I've heard as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, half of, of, of Dennis's age would be 32 and a half plus seven. So it would be 40. She's 26. So if you're in Pay love. Pay a fine and move on. If you're in love, you're in love. This is what he said. I had the ring in my pocket. It has been kind of a month and a half plan. I wanted it to be private. He proposed uh, near the University of Texas. That's where she is a Ph.D. candidate. Oh, she's smart. And uh, uh, it was, <laughs> it, it, quote, she was actually taking a selfie of us, and I put the ring in front and said, will you marry me? You know what she did? She fell down. Fell down? Like She fell down. She tripped? <laughs> I don't know if she tripped, but she was shocked. I guess. But anyway, so, uh, you know, love knows no bounds, I guess. I mean, whatever. 65, 26. 
What's the age differential between you and your bride? Four and a half years. I am four and a half years older. Austin? Uh, I am just a hair uh, under a year younger than my, my wife. Okay. And you? I got I to gotta, I gotta think of the math here. Uh, four. You're four years older? I'm four years older, yeah. Well, let's hear it for longevity. <laughs> uh, but I, I guess good for Dennis Quaid? Good, I, I mean, I what, what, what reaction are you looking for here? I don't know. I, 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 I don't, Congratulations? I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. What do you get yeah, a guy yeah. like Dennis Quaid? <laughs> Dennis Quaid's a cool dude, isn't he? I don't know about him personally, but I mean, he 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 played kind of cool roles at times. Didn't Who he? Uh, who's his, isn't his ex-wife uh, Meg Ryan? Oh, is it? I don't know. Like, do you get do you get him a a, a nice yes. desk and bed loft combination? So while she's finishing her college career, she can study. And <laughs> that's the two of them right there, Jake. Oh. I'd like to know what well, her parents think Dennis, about this. Dennis, I mean, I know why you picked this story, no, Dennis, but I'm not, Dennis, going, I'm not Dennis keeps taking himself, the bait. No, he keeps himself in good shape. He looks like yeah, a Yeah, you're looking at Dennis a in strapping that picture. Lad. I, uh, now I know exactly why you picked this story. Oh, no, I was measuring the years. Really? You were? Yep. You were? I was. Okay. 39 years. Boy, that'd be a whole lot of explaining, wouldn't it, about all the things that have happened over that period of time that... Uh, she may not be, uh, you know, fully clued in on. That's four decades. Just hey, like, like Dennis is sitting back, you know, they're on a sailboat, and they're out there, you know, in Hawaii or somewhere sailing around. And he goes, honey, you remember back in uh, 1982 when, oh, wait. What's a Cuban Missile Crisis? <laughs> I'm just I've never had that sandwich. <laughs> There's a lot of explaining. Mm. You know, a lot of catching up to do. Mm -hmm. Are you jealous of Dennis? Is that why you're bringing this up? No, heck no. Are you kidding me? I'm hopelessly in love with my wife. I I know you are. And so are you, and we're lucky Uh to to have the situations that we have. We are. There's no looking around. Are you kidding me? I just thought 6526. I mean, like Austin said, if that was his daughter... <laughs> Prenup. I just want to. I just want to imagine what that scene would be like. Hmm. All right, we'll have more coming up next. We'll get back into some college football. <laughs> Tanner Mangum will be on with us at five thirty. You want to marry Gramps? Stay tuned. It's the big show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. I think this is who BYU should have been all along. You losing to USF, that's not because you don't have P5 resources. I was never buying. That's why they lost to these two previous teams. I thought they lost because they were underperforming what they're capable of being. And this went over Boise State. This was the bar I was setting for BYU this year. Be among the best of the G5 teams. They didn't do it in those first two games against G5 teams. They did it against this team. Was this the best win that Kalani Sitake has had as a head coach at BYU? I don't know. But I do know that it was the most needed win. Yeah. And he certainly took that team under his wing all week, and they beat Boise State and made them look like they were less than BYU. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.